When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So today I want to take some time to talk about the recent price action in the silver and gold markets. Uh, you know, from my perspective, as the title of this video suggests, uh, both metals are in what I would consider a pretty tight trading range. Of course, you can see this in this chart right here. This is a one-year chart. I, I want to give you guys the bigger picture here. We will begin a little bit more detailed here in a second. Uh, but on the right-hand side here, basically since the new year, maybe the last two to three weeks, I'll say, they've been at a p pretty tight trading range with, with silver uh, around, you know, 1540 to 1580, maybe, you know, just shy of 16 on the upper end, and, and gold kind of between 1275 and 1300. Um, now, I do want to talk later on in this video about where I, I think they're going. Of course, when it comes to price prediction, we're all talking just you know, probabilities here. I can't tell you for sure it can move in one direction or another. And of course, none of this should be taken as investment advice. Uh, but in terms of when will it break out? When will we see an end to this this uh, this tight trading range that we've seen as of late? Um, I, I think you know I'm pretty confident that we're going to see a definitive move up or down, obviously a breakout, uh, by the end of the month, maybe even sooner than that, maybe even by the end of this week. Now, of course, at that time, we'll, we'll get a good feel for our silver and gold going to return to kind of where they were for the second half of, of 2018, uh, with, with silver between, you know, 14 and 15 and, and gold between, you know, 1200 and 1250, you know, just be nice and round with our numbers. Or is this rally that started back in December going to continue? So I think we're going to get a pretty good feeling of this, you know, I'd say by the end of the month. Okay. Now, as I said, I want to zoom in more on, on these charts for you guys to really bring home this point that I'm making right here of this tight trading range that they moved into, you know, at the beginning of the year, you'll see this for both silver and gold, a big move up. With with gold kind of meeting resistance around thirteen and, and silver, I think it was right around uh, uh, sixteen dollars, thirteen hundred for gold, sixteen for silver, uh, and then a big move down. And and since then, it's kind of been trading in this range. You know what I think? I'm not a huge technical guy. You guys know this. I don't, I don't show you technical charts all day, but you, you'd call this maybe a wedge or maybe more accurately, I guess, a triangle because it's mostly just moving in one sideways, basically one direction. And and like I said before, you know, this comes to an end. I think. Uh, fairly soon here, we're we're going to get a good feeling for whether or not it's going to break out down or above uh, these lines by the end of the month, if not sooner. You, you especially see it for for gold, maybe by the end of the week or early next week. Uh, for for silver, kind of a similar story. You know, I guess you could say that it's slowly been moving down, but it has found some some I guess support around fifteen uh, fifty. Um, and, and that would tell us that maybe the next move is going to be up. Of course, uh, again, we're just talking probabilities. We're just talking technicals here, which is uh, lines basically that I put on this chart and, and are not telling the full picture of this because I could, you know, there's plenty of other technical analysis uh, analysts out there that, that could put m plenty more lines and moving averages and stuff on this chart. I'm just making a very simple observation that this is a this is a trading range and that it's moving into a smaller and smaller range and that pretty soon it's going to break out of that. Now, 
I guess that kind of answers the the, the question on the title of this video. When will silver and gold break out? Now, in terms of where, what direction are they going to move up or down? Again, I have to talk in probabilities here. Now, this is not... I, I want to I wanna qualify this statement here. This is not me just being always... Uh, bullish on on metals when I say this, but I'm putting an I would say an eighty percent chance that the breakout of these this trading range for both silver and gold is going to be to the upside. We're going to see a continuation of the rally, and and I, I'm putting probabilities. I could be wrong here, obviously. Um, but the reason that I say this, and of course it's going to be dependent on what happens in some other markets. Obviously, what what traders, uh, big, uh, uh, I guess. Um, market makers in the silver and gold markets decide to do. Uh, but I do think, and I've said this for a while, that the next big catalyst for silver and gold is going to come from the Fed. Obviously, there's a chance it could come from elsewhere, right? Um, but I do think that it's going to come from the Fed. That's one that we almost can count on, that eventually the Fed is going to stop and reverse their current path of, of tightening. This is something I've been saying for like... I feel like I've been saying this since last summer, if not before that, that the next big catalyst is from the Fed. And we're finally seeing some action. You're seeing a lot of Fed members finally pivot to a more dovish position that, well, you know what, we're not going to throw in the towel yet on, on rate hikes or this whole rate rate hiking cycle, but why don't we give it a pause for a little while? In fact, Janet Yellen came out and she basically said the other day that, that something to to the tune of, this is the last rate hike in December. That might have been the last rate hike of the cycle. Now, obviously, she's not on the Fed anymore. But what she says, or what you know, Ben Bernanke says, or whatever, you know, I I do think that these people talk. I do think that they use each other to sort of telegraph their their future plans, so that the markets aren't just totally shocked when all of a sudden the Fed doesn't hike rates in March and maybe cuts them by the summer. Um, but I I have said for a long time that's going to be the next catalyst. Now, of course, over the short term. The dollar could actually move up because of that. Of course, the reason I say that that the Fed's going to be the next catalyst uh, is because a looser policy means a weaker dollar, right? The dollar could move up on March on the March meeting, right? The Fed could come out and they could say, you know, we're going to pause on rate hikes. We're not going to hike them this time. The markets could rally. There could be a hope of a new economic recovery, which, by the way, is not going to happen. Uh, but there could be hope of that, right? And, and it could be reflected in the markets. And you could see the dollar strengthen on that, or at least continue in its relatively tight range that it's been in. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that is going to happen. I, I think we're going to continue to see uh, turmoil, uh, bad news come out from from the uh, from various economies. You're, you're seeing it here in the United States. You're seeing it certainly from China as well. Uh, bad news about economic growth. And, and this time, unlike in, in maybe some years past, uh, the markets will pay attention to it. They're they're going to, I think, struggle to, to move up, even if the Fed decides not to hike rates in, in March. And even, you know, along the way, I'll remind you guys, again, this is something I've been saying for so long and so many people ignored it. But quantitative tightening is a real threat to this market, a real threat to the economy, the financial system, liquidity. And I said it for months and months, and, and you know, a lot of people said, you know, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not talking about, you know, alt media people. I'm talking here in the mainstream media. But but it's not that big of a deal. And I said, you know, basically like QE, I mean, what did what was the end result of QE? It it, it right, propped up the stock market. All right, you could deny it all day, but I mean that's that's what a lot of the evidence would suggest. It propped up the stock market. It provided liquidity. It pro- propped up, you know, the banking system. 
and QT is going to do the opposite of that. And that's ongoing. The Fed has said multiple times they're not going to stop that. Now, I do believe that they're going to eventually. In fact, that may be the next step before they cut rates, they stop QT. Um, but that's still happening, right? Never mind if the Fed raises rates in, in March or not. They're still going to continue with QT between now and then, most likely, unless something crazy happens, right? And this is something even Jeff Gunlock talked about in his, you know, now, I, I think, uh, well-circulated uh, interview over on CNBC. This was uh, probably back in December now. Um, now, I don't remember the exact number he put on it, but he put a quantitative number. This is from an actual Fed study that QT has the effect of raising rates because QE, you know, did the opposite. It basically amounted to a rate cut because of the influence that it had on, on rate markets. Now, this is big stuff. And I, and I do think that, that the Fed is not just going to be able to get away with, with pausing the rate hiking cycle, acting like nothing happened, that everything is fine. We're already seeing signs in the economy right? We, we have this ongoing government shutdown, which I'll be talking about in a video that'll be coming out tomorrow. Uh, there are some serious headwinds to the U.S. economy, never mind the Chinese economy and, and European economy. I think it's going to take much more. If, if they want to have any hope of, of staving off this recession that people are expecting at this point, they're, they're going to need to reverse policy. They're going to need to inflate the system somehow again, whether it comes from the U.S., the EU, People's Bank of China, that remains to be seen. But it it has to happen. I'm not saying it will, but it has to happen if they want any hope of extending this this phony recovery any longer. And I know I'm talking about silver and gold here, and I'm getting totally off track talking about the economy and everything else. But but that's I think such a big piece of this is what does the Fed ultimately do? And that's why I think you know the 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 move up is going to be for silver and gold. Um, once it kind of ends this trading uh, through this tight trading range that I've been talking about. Now, I mean, how how much is it going to move up? I'm not talking gold to 2000 silver to, to 40 bucks or anything like that right now. Um, you know, but, you know, by the end of the year, heck, what I would be happy with in terms of silver and gold, should they be higher? Yeah, absolutely. But what would I be happy with? I would be happy if gold could knock out 1400 by the beginning of summer. Silver could knock out, I don't know, 18, 19 bucks by then. That might be a little uh, too bullish, maybe, but we'll see what happens between now and then. You know, once it, once that type of speculation, especially with silver, once it starts going, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be hard to stop it. But, you know, if it could knock out that during summer and not make a major pullback during summer and then all all of a sudden by fall by 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 uh you know december and november of 2019 you know when when i think the economy is going to be in a much worse place the fed very well may be talking about cutting rates other central banks will be talking about cutting rates or, or qe or whatever else um then i think you're going to see silver and gold really uh uh move up that would be what's encouraging to me um now this could move in the other direction I think it's less likely. This can move in the other direction where we have a crisis play out here. We see a flight to the dollar and, and all of that. Um, I'm just not a soul on that. You know, I, I was for a while because I respect a lot of what a lot of these people are saying about this move, big move up in the dollar, this flight to safety. Maybe it coincides with a crash market, uh, stock market crash. Maybe not. But I'm... I guess I'm not so much in that camp anymore. Maybe we've seen all the strength in the dollar play out. You know, maybe we're seeing it play out right now, and and the next move uh, is down to, uh, in, in 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 you know to the ninety point uh, to, into the ninety low nineties or maybe into the eighties. You know, maybe that's the next move for for the DXY index. I don't know. We'll see here. But but certainly, I think to answer the question of when will it move out of this range, 
soon, <laughs> within a couple of weeks, I think. And and I think we'll have a good feeling of where it's going after that. Um, again, don't take any of this as financial advice, um, but I do want to hear your guys' thoughts just down below in the comment section. Don't just agree with me for the sake of agreeing. Uh, be devil's advocate, whatever you want to be, or agree and, and provide some extra reasons why you think the dollar's heading for for a, a move down and why silver and gold are heading up, or or maybe they're going to stay in this range. Maybe that's the other option that we're just not considering. What if they just keep going sideways? That's another option as well. But either way, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this down below in the comment section. As always, Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, listening to this podcast, and God bless.